Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Noir and Note podcast. Disclaimer, none of the comments or opinions expressed in this podcast are meant to trigger, offend, or discredit anyone from any race, gender, creed, or sexual orientation. This podcast is primarily focused on sharing my personal thoughts and experiences with a few dashes of comic relief. Thank you. See, the funny thing about when you do clownery, the clown usually comes back to bite. (laughs) In the case in point with this guy named David Perdue, he's apparently some type of Republican U.S. Senator. He thought it would be funny if he would make an issue about the pronunciation of Kamala Harris's name. Uh, I'm going to read an excerpt from AJC.com, but before I get into that, there is a huge, huge, huge problem with people not being culturally aware of the fact that not everybody has a simple, quote unquote, simple name like John or Stacy or Sarah. And it's usually pe- people who are a little bit more translucent in terms of their complexion. Anywho, let's just get into the article. Republican U.S. Senator David Perdue inadvertently sparked a movement that benefited his rival's campaign when he mocked the pronunciation of Democratic vice presidential nominee Kamala Harris's name. Perdue delighted the crowd Friday at President Donald Trump's rally in Macon, where he butchered the California senator's name multiple times, saying, and I quote, Kamala? Kamala? Kamala Mala Mala? I don't know, whatever, end quote. But the repeated mispronunciation, which his campaign claimed was not purposeful, competed for media attention with Trump's remarks in Georgia, which is something else we can get into, and led to searing criticism on the airwaves and the campaign trail. By Saturday evening, Democrat John Ossoff revealed he raised more than $1 million from at least 4,200 donors from Purdue's viral moment. And the My Name Is hashtag trended on Saturday as social media users shared the meaning of their names along with the criticism of Purdue. Um, That's ending part of the article. But one tweet that really stood out was by Michelle Kwan, who is the U.S. Olympic figure skater. If you don't know who she is, child, Google, Google. But anyways, she tweets out hashtag my name is Michelle Wing Kuang. And in Chinese pinyin, it's pronounced Guan Ying Shan. It means beautiful, strong, and smart. What's not beautiful, strong, or smart is mocking people for their quote, foreign sounding quote names. Join me in voting for Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris instead. Hashtag I will vote. The article goes on to say, among the Georgians who penned letters to Purdue panning his remarks was Kumar Kushnen, a Johns Creek resident who sharply reminded the Republican that voters from diverse backgrounds won't soon forget his comments. Quote, need I say, when you insult someone's identity, you risk alienating many others? Hmm. End quote. 
Though some of Purdue's Republican allies steered clear of the issue, others came to his defense. I'm not going to read the rest of the article. I'm not interested in anybody who defends that bullshit. Listen, mispronunciation of names is a little bit more than just people not knowing how to speak or put two words or letters together that they're not used to putting together. It's stemmed in racism. Because, again, a lot of people who have names that are a little bit more difficult to pronounce they just happen to be brown and black people and people who were not as brown and not as black or not brown or black at all will use the whole defense of having your name being difficult to pronounce as a way of being disrespectful and being subtly racist without being fully racist it's a hundred calorie pack racism is what i like to call it And it sucks because it's your name. It's the name that your mother or father gave you. It's the name that you identify as. It's a part of you. And the last thing you want is for some douchebag to sit up there and be disrespectful about your name just because it's culturally sounding or it doesn't sound like, quote, American, unquote, names. And that's in itself is an incorrect statement because America is a melting pot. There's so many different people from different cultures, ethnicities, and backgrounds. So there's no such thing as an American sounding name at the end of the day. But a lot of people who have their head up their asses wouldn't understand that. A lot of people who have not opened a book, who haven't learned anything about anybody else but themselves culturally would not understand that. Therefore, they're not open and willing to learn about other people's cultures and names. And that's what's going on here. This is basically this Purdue guy being an idiot and a jerk. You knew you had to pronounce her name at one point or another. So how hard would it have been to do a little Google search and learn if you were having issues with pronouncing her name? How hard would it have been to just Google and listen to videos of people pronouncing it or listening to her pronounce our own damn name. How hard was that? That wasn't hard. You just don't want to put in the time or the effort to do it because you don't respect her enough. Whether it be because she's a woman of color or because she's a woman, you just didn't have the time or want to put in the time to figure it out. But that's cool because like I said, now you're a clown. Well, you've always been a clown. You're a clown, a dunce, a dub, completely. Because now people are so petty these days that they put money towards your rival's campaign. A cool $1 million? (laughs) You looking real goofy right now. Not only that, you started a whole trend on Twitter. Hashtag my name is, which is astounding to hear all these ridiculous stories about people just being idiots about pronouncing other people's names. I mean, how big of a clown do you have to be? A huge one if your name is David Perdue. Speaking of David Perdue, funny thing is the same Twitter that started the hashtag my name is hashtag actually 
was real, real live because being that this David guy's last name is Purdue, the people at Purdue were very busy that morning (laughs) trying to calm people down, letting them know that that Purdue is in no way, shape or form affiliated with the Purdue company that makes and manufactures the chicken cutlets that you probably walked past in your grocer's freezer at one point. So they had to do a lot of troubleshooting and letting people know, nah, he don't rock with us. He doesn't sit with us. He's not affiliated with us. I just thought it was funny that people just see the last name and was like, oh, hell no. I ain't never eaten a piece of chicken again. (laughs) Wrong Purdue people. Not everybody with the last name Purdue is affiliated with the company. All right. Anyways, I just thought it was a funny story that I would share because once again, you try to make someone feel inferior and it backfired. How does it feel? Crowd surfing is not a sport that I would recommend to anyone. Technically not a sport, but maybe I should say a recreational activity or pastime that I would recommend to anyone. Don't do it, especially if you're a politician who should be giving a speech behind a podium or kissing babies or shaking hands. Do that. Stay in your lane and drive the speed limit. Don't go over it. Okay. I'm speaking in regards to some Democrat Georgia guy. A lot of a lot of stuff happening in Georgia. The South shall rise again? I don't think so. Uh, this Democrat and Georgia State Republican or representative, excuse me, Vernon Jones, he crowd surfed at a Trump rally. Now he's slamming the haters, quote unquote. This is information and excerpts taken from the YBF.com. I'm just going to read a little bit. Georgia State Representative Vernon Jones has a message for the haters after he received backlash for crowd surfing at Trump rally yesterday. At a Trump rally. I don't know why they didn't add an A there. He hopped his black maskless self into a crowd of maskless Trump supporters, totally ignoring coronavirus safety guidelines. And he's not remorseful about it. If you didn't know, Georgia State Representative Vernon Jones is a Democrat on paper, but he's publicly supported Trump. Earlier this year, Jones jumped ship on his party to endorse Trump's run for president. So it should come to no no surprise that he's out here clowning in the name of former reality star. More like cooning, but that's neither here nor there. Going back to into the article. On Friday, Jones, who praised 45 during the RCN, the Republican National Convention, for those who don't know, attended Trump's rally at Middle Georgia Regional Airport in Macon. Oh, Macon, Georgia. After speaking, he decided to jump into a cluster of massless Trump supporters, happily surfing through the crowd. Obviously, they weren't social distancing. No one had on masks. COVID safety guidelines were not enforced at all. And everybody is dumber for it. Damn sure are. Anyway, Vernon Jones hops on Twitter and tweets out, quote, surfing with at real Donald Trump, hashtag deplorables and hashtag peaceful protesters in Macon, Georgia. 
Put Georgia in the win column. We were 7,000 plus strong. The Trump, Trump train is about to steamroll over corrupt Joe Biden. Hashtag fake liberal news. And the DNC. Hashtag feel the vern. Oh, Lord. And then he tweets something else saying, yeah, I surfed the crowd. To the haters, stay mad. You'll be even more mad come November 3rd. There's so many things wrong with this. Um, Obviously, COVID-19 is still a thing. I don't know why y'all are walking around like COVID-19 just disappeared, just like it reappeared. I mean, just like it appeared, it disappeared. It did not disappear. It's still around. It's still a pandemic. It's still an issue, a worldwide problem. People are dying daily. There are new cases daily. What are you doing? Why are you crowd surfing? Who crowd surfs, first of all? Who, with any melanin in their skin, goes about surfing a crowd? Who crowd surfs? It's not a thing. Unless you're at a rock concert, and even then, I'm sure they have, no, they probably don't have enough sense to not crowd surf during a pandemic, but that's neither here nor there. Like I said earlier, stay in your lane of standing by a podium, standing behind a podium and giving a speech that people will dissect later or probably fall asleep listening to. Jesus. Ugh, 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 ugh. That's the problem. That's one problem right there. It being an issue with COVID. But also, you might want to consider the fact that you might have gotten pickpocketed. Can you imagine crowd surfing at a Trump rally and thinking, hey, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to hop in this crowd, crowd surf, get back on the stage and realize your phone and your wallet's missing. <laughs> oh, good times. Anyways, yeah, people shouldn't crowd surf in general. It's just stupid. And I don't know if you remember when um, Takashi69 tried to crowd surf, but nobody caught him. (laughs) He just fell to the crowd. (laughs) That's another issue. You don't just hop out of a crowd and think and assume that people are going to catch you. You know, there's levels to this. You should probably prepare and know that, you know, come with the just consider the fact that someone won't catch you when you jump in the crowd. (laughs) Think of that. Have that mentality first before you just randomly decide to jump into a crowd of people. Uh, It's just weird. Let's get into this part where he says the haters. Nine times out of ten when people mention something about having haters, they A, usually don't. Or B, usually do have haters, but they are not really caring about what you're doing at that particular point in time. They're not hating on you crowd surfing. They're probably hating on your corrupt policies and politics and the fact that you support Trump, but you're a registered Democrat. They're hating on that. They don't give a shit if you crowd surf. They will probably applaud the fact that you may or may not get a concussion because no one has caught you 
That's what they're probably thinking. They're probably crossing their fingers like, oh, I hope this motherfucker fell. I hope he fell on his head. I really hope that he just fell flat on his stupid, doofy looking face. But yeah, apparently crowd surfing at a Trump rally doesn't muster up any type of fear of contracting diseases other than COVID. Like, maybe he has herpes now from that. Who knows? But apparently, Vernon just wants to throw caution to the wind. I guess as a black man supporting Trump, you're throwing caution to the wind every single chance you get. You're just living... You're just living a, 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 a life that I would never live, first and foremost. But you're also living a real dangerous life. You're walking that type rope every single chance you get. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get anyone black or brown that supports Trump. That sounds like a mental disability, personally. You might want to get checked. You might want to get evaluated mentally. I say that with all the ser- seriousness in the world. You might need to be medicated. This story came out maybe a week ago, give or take, but it's one of those stories that basically lets you know who runs New York City and who has the advantage of doing whatever they want versus people who do minor things but still suffer large repercussions regarding it so i am reading from gothamist.com this is in regards to a dance party that was happening in crown heights that was orchestrated by the large orthodox jewish community out there so the video well there's a video which obviously you won't be able to see but the title of the article states New York City, uh, NYPD, excuse me, unable to break up orthodox dance party in Crown Heights. NYPD officers attempted to disperse a massive street celebration in Crown Heights on Monday night, prompting indifference and hostility from orthodox revelers who continued dancing even in the face of police orders. The standoff unfolded in the intersection Kingston Avenue and Montgomery Street where hundreds of Hasidic Brooklynites, many of them unmasked men, had gathered late Monday evening as part of a nightly celebration, marking the week-long Sukkot holiday. Video from the event shows police officers, including some from the NYPD's Community Affairs Unit, imploring the densely packed crowd to follow state laws intended to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Quote, Please get onto the sidewalk, an officer pleads. You will be allowed to dance on the sidewalk. The group refuses and can be seen pushing into the row of cops, jumping in place, singing, and waving flags. A handful of officers begin to shove the observance, but later appear to retreat. Sources said the police left soon after the event was allowed to continue. A spokesperson for the NYPD confirmed that there were no arrests made at the scene. The department didn't provide further information about the enforcement effort, including whether any summons were issued. There's a little bit more about that. 
in the article. Actually, no, let me continue because there's something in regards to Cuomo in here. The confrontation came hours after the governor, Andrew Cuomo, announced that the state will take the lead in enforcing COVID restrictions in virus hotspots, something he has repeatedly criticized Mayor Bill de Blasio and the NYPD for failing to do. Cuomo also slapped down the mayor's plans to close non-essential businesses and nine zip codes, saying the state would create their own geographic boundaries, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, this just goes on to to show you, basically, this city and all major cities, or just the United States of America, will enforce the law on those they want to enforce the law on. This, the uh, was it Brooklyn Heights, Crown Heights, any of the Heights, really, where there's a large Hasidic Jewish community, large Orthodox Jewish community, they just recently celebrated um, certain cultural holidays there. But the fact of the matter is, this was a large gathering that could result into another outbreak of COVID-19, a large outbreak of COVID-19, a resurgence of it. And instead of the police doing what they do to peaceful protesters, which is mace them, shoot them with rubber bullets, batter ram them, choke them, beat them with billy clubs, they shoved and pleaded, can you please get on the sidewalk? Um, can you please, can you just do me a favor and just get on the sidewalk? You can dance on the sidewalk. Come on now, son. Really? You really sat up there and didn't use any type of force on people who were clearly not listening to your demands. Who clearly don't respect your authority. Who clearly know that there is a pandemic going around, but clearly don't give a fuck and do what they want to do. These people who are clearly and will result in the hospitals being booked up again because people are exhibiting symptoms of COVID-19 who are probably going to be single-handedly involved in a resurgence of this again who don't respect your authority these are the people that you are going to be respectful with and not use any excessive force with not arrest not issue any summons but people who want equality and justice who were protesting because maybe they lost a loved one maybe they're just decent human beings and don't want to see other human beings be subjected to police brutality because of the color of their skin they result in getting severely injured or worse because they want equality but these people who don't give a fuck about equality at all who just want to celebrate their holiday and not abide by the rules that were instated they get to party down they don't get arrested they don't get even a warning this is what this is what we this is what we're doing right now in New York City 
or America for that matter, but in this particular instance, New York City is what we're doing. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous how New York is just completely made up of a certain demographic of people who are allowed to do what they want, mostly white people, let's just keep it 100, who are allowed to do, who have the luxury of doing what they want and not suffering any type of consequences, whereas people of color, they don't have to do anything and they're prosecuted to the full extent. And this whole city is just run by money. Like I'm sure that particular community is very well off in terms of their monetary, I don't want to say compensation, but the amount of money that they put into their community and the city. They probably are making a large amount of contributions to whomever is running for mayor or governor or whatever the case may be. So it's probably the, that's probably the case. They're allowed to do whatever the hell they want just because they're able to fund whichever party they want to. And that party ultimately wins. I'm just kind of baffled at the fact that you're you're so blatant with it, NYPD. You're so blatant with being excuse my French. No, don't excuse my French. You're so blatant with the being the bitches of a community that doesn't respect you. But you have no problem with beating black and brown people who just want want to live. They just want to be able to walk down the street and not have that result in their untimely death. They just want to walk out of a store. They just want to drive their cars. They just want to sit in their own living rooms. Seriously? Like, I can't. The NYPD and the police departments in general across this country need to do better. They need to fucking do better. This is why we want to defund the police. We don't want to dismantle you completely. We want you defunded because this money is clearly not going where it's supposed to be. You over there in Brooklyn babysitting or being a chaperones to a, a ho- not even a house party, a street party, a block party. A block party that can and will subject many people to COVID. And that's many people who have compromised immune systems. I don't get it. And I'm angry about it. And I don't really appreciate how they're getting slaps on the wrist. They're not even getting slaps on the wrist. They're getting a a tiny little shove as opposed to being pushed down on the ground in an illegal chokehold. But I guess that's just reserved for people with darker skin. I gotcha. I gotcha, NYPD. That concludes this week's episode of Noir and Nope. Feel free to check me out next week where we talk about more random news, entertainment, and just general interest stuff for your pleasure. Until next week, guys, take care of yourself and others. Bye.